and welcome to the Vexillogicast. From the hometown of the corporate headquarters of Sonoco, I'm Simon the Cannibal. On today's episode, we will be discussing more sun flags as promised last week. As always, head on over to vexillogicast.com. That is V-E-X-I-L-L-O-G-I-C-A-S-T dot com for links to more information about the various flags. And of course, discussion is on the subreddit r slash Simon the Cannibal. On today's episode, I'd like to go through a few different sun flags, and I'll probably do so pretty quickly here. The first flag that I wanted to mention is the flag of Rwanda. I wanted to talk about the flag of Rwanda for two reasons. First, it's an interesting flag, and it replaces a very weird flag. The current flag was adopted in 2001. And second, as a bit of a tribute. As I mentioned, I was in a wedding a couple of weeks ago, and the bride and her family are from Rwanda. The current flag of Rwanda was adopted in 2001. It is a horizontal tri-band, and actually tri-color, although the top band is like a double-sized stripe. So if we were to split it up, it would be blue, blue, yellow, green. The flag itself evokes kind of a grassy field going out into the horizon, and towards the fly, interestingly, is a yellow sun and the yellow sun is situated in the blue stripe. So again, from top to bottom, blue, yellow, green, and a yellow sun off towards the fly, as opposed to being in the canton, where one might normally find a sun. As with many modern flags, the different colors mean different things. In this case, happiness, peace, economic prosperity, hope, and the sun itself represents enlightenment. Interestingly, this flag is kind of a departure from the Pan-African colors, which the former flag, the flag that flew from 1961 until 2001, was in line with. The previous flag, not a sun flag, was a tri-band, a vertical tri-band, of red, yellow, green, with a big black capital R on the yellow band. I'm not sure how much I like the previous flag, but it certainly is distinctive. You really can't see that flag and not say, oh, that must be the flag of Rwanda. Unfortunately, that flag was also associated with the 1994 genocide in Rwanda. So as a rebranding effort, as a signal that Rwanda wanted to move away from its past, they changed the flag. Our next flag is the first of two South American flags, and this is the flag of Argentina. The flag of Argentina is another horizontal tri-band. In this case, a light blue, white, light blue. As this is a sun flag episode, there is a yellow sun in the center of the white stripe. This flag dates back to 1812, during the Argentine War of Independence, although the first flags were just blue-white-blue with no sun. This blue-white-blue coloring was an explicit rejection of the Spanish colors, and the Spanish colors 
can be seen in a lot of the pan-South American flags. As with the French flag and other flags, the Argentinian flag started out as a cockade, and again, this is a little ribbon that was worn to identify oneself as a revolutionary, and it turned into the flag. Both the version with the sun and the version without the sun are official versions, although the sun is more official, I suppose. The sun itself is very interesting. It is called the Sun of May, and it has a face, and it has 16 triangular rays and 16 wavy rays for a total of 32 rays shooting out of the sun. This sun is interwoven with Argentinian history and was on the first coins that were minted in Argentina in 1810. On a humorous note, if you are familiar with the comic series Poland Ball, and I shouldn't really call it a series, but the, the, the comic idea of Poland Ball, in which various national personas are played with and represented by flags, there exists a very funny comic in which the Argentinian sun plays a major role, and I will have a link to that comic on vexillogicast.com. I hesitate to say too much about it because it gives away the absurdity and the punchline, kind of. From the Argentinian flag and the Sun of May there, we must jump to the second South American flag and the second flag that has the Sun of May on it, which is, of course, the flag of Uruguay. The flag of Uruguay is pretty interesting because it is kind of a combination of the United States flag and the Argentinian flag. The Argentinian flag, I should say, inspired a lot of South American and Latin American flags because you'll either see the blue and white on flags, uh, symbolizing kind of a look toward Argentina, or you will see the pan-South American flags, or I should say the, the flags of Gran Colombia, which are the yellow, blue, and red. Anyhow, the flag of Uruguay is a flag of nine horizontal stripes, alternating white, blue, white, with, in the canton, again, that yellow Sun of May. Although, in this case, the Sun of May only has eight triangular and eight wavy rays coming off of it. The original flag had 19 stripes, 10 white and 9 blue, and it was decided that that was too many. That 19-stripe flag was adopted in 1828, and in 1830 they felt that 19 stripes was too many, so they went down to 9 stripes. So the current flag, which again has the 9 stripes of white, blue, white, was adopted in 1830. Finally, as with the American flag, the flag of Uruguay uses its nine stripes to represent its nine original departments or states. To zip right across the world, I wanted to quickly cover the flag of the Republic of China, also known as Taiwan. And there's a lot to say about this flag, but I'm just going to quickly touch it and get off of it. It is a mostly red flag with a blue canton, and in the blue canton is a white sun with 12 white rays coming off of it. As with the United States, the canton also serves as the naval jack, such that the 
naval jack of the Republic of China, is just a blue flag with this white sun centered with the 12 rays coming off of it. This flag was originally adopted in 1928 as the national flag, although it had been used previous to that. The flag is of three colors, again, primarily red, blue, and white. Red representing the earth, blue the sky, white the sun. But also nationalism, democracy, and the people of Taiwan. It's a striking and simple flag, and I feel very distinctive. So finally, let's talk about one of the most aesthetically pleasing flags, that of the flag of the state of New Mexico. As I'm sure many of you already know, the flag of New Mexico is a yellow field with a red sun symbol on it. And this is called the Zia sun symbol. And to get into that briefly, for those of you who aren't picturing it, draw a circle and shooting off in four directions are 16 lines, four in each direction. This Zia sun symbol is a very sacred symbol amongst the Zia people. And this is a Native American people and has been adopted very much by the people of New Mexico. The Zia sun symbol has this repeating four symbolism in it, the four points of the compass, the four seasons of the year, the four periods of each day, the four seasons of life, that sort of thing. And not only is the Zia sun symbol found on the flag of New Mexico, but it is actually the layout of the New Mexico state capitol. The flag was designed in 1920 and adopted in 1925, and it replaced an unofficial flag that New Mexico had been flying. And I should say, it is one of the very few flags that came out of this United States period where all the states felt that they needed a flag actually looks good. The yellow and red were chosen in order to call back to Spanish control of the area. You'll note, of course, that the current Spanish flag is the same shade of red and yellow. But it also works well as a red sun over a yellow desert and that sort of thing. As a final note, the flag of New Mexico was voted as the best designed flag of any U.S. state, territory, or Canadian province in 2001 by the North American Vexillological Association. All right, that about wraps things up for this episode. Information will be on vexillogicast.com, discussion on the subreddit r slash Simon the Cannibal, and of course you can tweet at me, at cannibal underscore Simon. As the next episode will be episode 20, I'll be talking about some more American state flags, but after that, all bets are off. Please feel free to send any suggestions you might have. As a final note, if any of you are in the Philadelphia area this Saturday, August 29th, I'm going to be throwing a bit of a birthday party, and you are in fact invited. So feel free to shoot me a tweet or something like that. And come and check out my physical collection of flags. Alright, I hope that you've learned something this episode. And I'll talk at you next week. Best wishes from the Vexilogicast.